Welcome to Dog Talk and Kitties Too. This episode features one of the three guests who were part of my weekly hour-long NPR show broadcast over the air every Sunday on WLIW-FM 88.3, the only NPR station on Long Island, where it is broadcast continuously for 14 years. I'm Tracy Hotchner. I wrote the Dog Bible, Everything Your Dog Wants You to Know, as well as the Cat Bible, Everything Your Cat Expects You to Know. I'm also the founder and director of the New York Dog Film Festival. The 8th annual New York City premiere will be October 2023, along with the 5th annual New York Cat Film Festival before traveling the country, supporting local animal welfare groups. This show is about dogs, cats, and other creatures who share the planet with us. Please check out my other Pet Talk podcasts at TracyHotchnerPets.com. I would not be able to bring you this show without the generous support of Dr. Elsie's, the privately owned litter and cat food company founded by Dr. Bruce Elsie, a feline-only veterinarian. He personally created many styles of litter to make sure that even the fussiest cats would not have out-of-litter box problems, the number one reason people abandon their kitties. Dr. Elsie also created his own brand of cat food called Clean Protein, the first dry cat food I can recommend because it's based on the protein found in a cat's natural prey. This show would not be possible without the longtime support from Waruva, the pet food company founded and privately run by David Foreman, who named it after his rescued kitties, Webster, Rudy, and Vanessa. Waruva is a quirky name for a company with whimsical names for the dozens of different cans and pouches of cat food they make. But what sets them apart is how serious David is about high-quality nutrition. They were the first pet food company to use human edible ingredients and process them in the same facilities that make human food. Other pet food companies may have copied them over time, but Waruva remains privately owned and run, accountable only to their own high standards, not investors who focus on profits. I have some really, for me, and I think for all of you, wonderful, happy-making, exciting news, which is that Wonderside, the company that I've talked to the owner and founder of, Steph Boone, a few weeks ago, is now a sponsor of this show because we talked during the interview, obviously, and before it and after it, and realized that we really share a vision for keeping pets and the two-leggeds safe. And there's a lot of dangers out there that people are just unaware of. So, Steph, welcome back to the show, and congratulations to both of us for having this kind of shared mission, which is kick the chemicals. You know, I've been thinking about it. I say kick kitty crack for the people feeding <laughs> dry food to cats. And I just want to say kick the chemicals for all of us with pets. And strangely enough, there are two-leggeds living in the same space. Otherwise, the animals could never get fed or have the door opened, right, or or get their bedding washed. And all of us have to recognize the amount of pesticides that are being used and sometimes mindlessly by people. That was sort of your mission in creating Wonderside, was it not? That you, you had a bad experience, but then you looked around and thought, oh, my goodness, what is all this spraying going on? Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I believe there, there could be a better way and, and there is a better way. Um, and thank you for what you're doing. We're, we're very excited to support um, you and the show and just love the community around education and information and helping people know better so that they can do better. That's a really good word, community. And I think 
I like to think and hope that the people that listen and read what I write and then, you know, write into me and respond, that they think of themselves as a community. I like to think of us as a community where we're all learning all the time. And me at the top of that heap, mm -hmm. I'm not the great guru that knows everything. I'm always wanting to learn new things. I'm always wanting Absolutely. to to expand my view. In fact, a, a thought that just suddenly came to me and is really relevant to Wonderside and household anti-pest products that you make that are completely neutral, natural, not chemical, not toxic, is that my new show, Exotic Pets, is launching soon with Dr. Doug Mater. And I haven't really given that much thought to the many millions, millions of people who live with amphibians, reptiles, but avians, parrots, parakeets, many mm. kinds of birds. Mm -hmm. They're open air in your house, people. And you're spraying insecticides if you are using them, or you've got a company that comes in and says, oh, this is, don't worry. Don't worry, Mrs. Jones. We'll just spray all your baseboards every week or every month, mm -hmm. depending on which climate you live in. It'll keep the ants at bay. Your animals, your children, but your birds are breathing all that in, Steph. I had oh, absolutely. only they just have, now yeah, realized that. Sensitive, yeah. Very sensitive respiratory system. Very. And and we mm -hmm. and people think, well, but ants are bad. You know, ants really are not the enemy. Ticks are the enemy. That's <laughs> for sure. But you have some fabulous products. And as a knee jerk reaction, I have to admit this before I, I you and I reached out to each other and I realized how many different products you make. Some spray-ons that you can just squirt quickly, miss the dog's legs and belly and back before each time before you go out, it's fine that it doesn't mm -hmm. last, you know, 90 days and the dog swallowed some toxic chemicals, which I would never do. But mm -hmm. I put on a chemical topical and Wanda itched and scratched for almost the entire month. So mm -hmm. did it make her sick? Well, she didn't, you know, have s symptoms of illness, but she scratched and itched like a monkey with fleas because it was irritating her the whole time. And why did I, why did I make this pact with the devil? Well, it's bad to have a tick, but surely that's worse than, than what? And so, like one of the, some of the things you've created, keep the ticks at bay. And and what about for humans? People are so scared of ticks on their own legs and on their kids. And you can't really put DEET directly on children. I mean, it's infused in military camo gear for the jungle which is great, but not good to put it right on your children's skin, is it? Well, I mean, I think we, we you know, believe in a, um, you know, a pr approach that can be multifaceted. I mean, of course, you know, you live in that area and you want to wear the appropriate gear and have layers tucked in and those kinds of things. But it's like we refer to it as layers of protection. And so using an insect repellent, um, that has proven efficacy, which means that it works, right? Um, <laughs> that is that is safe for your family, but that also works in killing and repelling um, ticks. Is you know, it's just a layer of protection that you know absolutely is is um, necessary for humans, children, um, and your pets alike. And so we have we have products for both, you know, the two-legged and the four-legged. Um, yeah, absolutely. And at the lawn, you know, lawn is something that has long been on my mind. I think I might have mentioned it when we first spoke, but there was this mm -hmm. great guy that that had um, 
a nonprofit that he was promoting the concept that you don't need a green carpet to be a lawn. It's Mm -hmm. okay if it doesn't look picture perfect like in those ads because when you put on both the fertilizer and the anti-pest products that you roll around the the lawn or around Mm -hmm. the base of your house depending, you're harming the environment. Or both. Or both, yeah. (laughs) Or both. And then I discovered that you have this rather large jug that attaches to a hose and you can spray Mm -hmm. the grass where you're your toddler rolls around or your Scotty who is, you know, mm-hmm. actually quite prone to bladder cancer amongst other things, they can, they can snorkel and lick their paws and have a happy life outdoors without them taking in chemicals that have got to be part of this epidemic of cancer in dogs. It's just such an epidemic and no one has drawn the correlation between what we do to our environment, that they are licking off their paws, breathing in, they're low to the ground, and this rising rate of cancer, people look to, it's like a red herring. It's the food. It's not mm-hmm. the food, people. we got too well, many I, chemicals. You know, I, sure. I, I certainly have drawn the correlation. <laughs> well, yeah, um, you're the, you're the map you're drawer right, for like that. The, Right, but the but the I would say that I guess the medical or chemical. I mean, you have to think about who would benefit from knowing that, right? And so, um, you know, so you we could you know it's sort of David and Goliath. Like we could go up against all of them and try to prove it, which would be really hard, right? You'd have to follow oh, sure. lives over a course of a lifetime, you know, collecting a bunch of data, but. There is undeniable data that indicates a parallel between the chemicals that are used um, in our homes and lawns and on our pets and the increase of cancer, neurological disorders and diseases. Like there is there is undeniable science there. Um, And so it's like, okay, well, what can we do about it? And so the path that we took was like, okay, well, let's let's create an alternative you know, something that we, we can educate people on so that they can make an informed decision for themselves and their families. Um, and again, like, know better, do better. And so, you know, we developed a product line that's spray and play. So there's really no other product that you can use in your lawn that's going to eliminate fleas, ticks, ants, roaches, those kinds of things that your your dogs, your cats, your kids you can all be running around in the yard together while you're spraying it and then turn the hose off and keep playing, um, which just feels amazing to be able to give people a solution. Um, and then it doesn't have a negative environmental impact to bees, butterflies, amphibians. Right. Just because of the, the technology and the biology, like the way that it works. So there is a better way. Um, and I think we've just got to again, be in community with and find ourselves in spaces where we have an opportunity to share that, like with you in the show and to, and again, to help educate people and for the light bulb to go off um, and give them a choice. I guess it's true that you ha- they say in selling an idea, even an idea, whether it's religion or uh, nutrition or health in this way, anti-chemical health, people have to hear it multiple times in order to say, oh, I get it. That's something they teach you in kind of business school, apparently, to which I've never gone. Mm -hmm. But it's like X number of touches, they call it, or some fancy word 
for for the for mm-hmm. the light bulb moment where people you know their hard head that's kind of closed down because it's taken in the information it has and it's kind of stuck there to go oh I get it right the pollinators the bees and the butterflies we're killing them if we're going to spray mm-hmm. for pests the the spray doesn't know the difference between a cockroach and ant and the very fine bugs that don't gross us out are delightful and are essential to... And are responsible for our food system. Yeah. Essentially, <laughs> right. we can't eat without them. And in the same sure. way, I lived for years and years in Southern California. Everybody, everybody, I mean, this is a crazy comment, but people had gardeners who came once or more times a week because there were many of them and they were cost-effective compared to other parts of the country where it's really costly to have a gardener or a lawn cutter. Like in Vermont, where I live, you can't really afford it. It's just there's so fewer people doing it. But there were also, on a weekly basis, the sprayers, the chemical sprayers. And you would walk down on the sidewalk with your dog in the flats of Beverly Hills, and every lawn would have a sign, uh, recently sprayed, wait two hours. Mm -hmm. And you'd go, oh, Mm -hmm. okay, I wonder if two hours is up yet. You wouldn't think what happens at two hours and 15 minutes. It's still a toxic mm-hmm. chemical. It's dried mm-hmm. onto the land and the shrubs and the grass because now it's going to be a more potent chemical while it's dry, but it's still toxic to your dog. Did I ever stop and think that? No, we accept things as, well, it's just a necessary evil. And it's just mm-hmm. evil and it's not necessary. I, I just, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, well, and that's, Absolutely. And and that's why, you know, years ago we trademarked the spray and play because it was a positive, I, I was trying to have a positive approach, a positive connotation um, instead of saying like, that's bad. And, right. You know, yes. we should ask questions. I mean, these things are all true, but like how, how can, you know, how can you reach people and how can they be open to receiving what you're sharing? Cause yes. if you're, if you're shaming them or saying that something Correct. is bad, mm-hmm. um, you know, they might question what are your motives. Um, right. And so instead it's like, well, let's take a positive approach and say like, well, this is spray and play. And then the, then the light bulb can go off and say, well, well, does that mean that other things aren't, right? right. So it's this, like, different right. type of, I guess, psychology to reach people. Um, so it's that's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're absolutely right. It's very important not to be negative and not to um, – I'm trashing myself, so nobody else is getting busted here for having done <laughs> well, this. But I, I did the same. I did the same thing for years, right? And so it was like, what would ha- what would help me um, if it takes ten times to hear something, right? Then if you hear it a different way, maybe you know, maybe that would help. But you're you're absolutely right. And th- and another thing that you just said that I guess I I hadn't thought about before. But if there's a sign that says it needs to wait for two hours yes. and you're on a dog walk, well, are you in the first minute of those two hours? <laughs> Are you in the last minute of the, like, how will anyone even know when that time That's right. starts? Um, and, and, and not only that, have to, right? but once it's dry, it's even more powerful. It's not like it's uh, then absolutely. Tinkerbell and, and you right. know, and, and buttercups. Then it just persists in the environment for a month or two months um, or for the whole quarter, right? And yes. so, you know, if it persists in the environment for a quarter, which means it stays, right? It has staying power, which is what they're selling you. It's like, oh, well, we can spray your yard for this amount and we put you on a quarterly maintenance schedule. Um, Well, then if it's safe after two hours, how does it keep killing bugs for for three months, right? 
And how does that work? Well, it's a it's a neurotoxin, and those <laughs> don't discriminate, meaning it's going to impact. It works on bugs just like it impacts humans and animals. And that is the piece of science I think that consumers don't understand because, frankly, no one's told us. That's right. No one's educated us. Um, so that's where the opportunity is to, to, to help people understand. And in terms of community and sharing information with each other, I often felt like I was kind of a nag or a bore to repeat things to people, whether it was about don't feed dry food to, to cats or whatever may have been my mantra at various times. At one point, it was a mantra about the lawn because I'd never really thought about the pesticides that we put on the pets. But mm-hmm. it's really important that you take a little energy, folks, and tell your grandchildren and your mother and your aunt who lives in a different location, or in my case, my sister, you have to tell, I have to tell her something 32 times because she's my sister. So, of course, she's not going to believe me. She lives in Fairfield County with two little Brussels griffins, and they have two acres, and it, gets spray, it did get sprayed regularly. Yeah, because fill in the blank, there were this, that, or the other kind of bug. Until I pointed out she has these little tiny toy dogs close to the ground. Both of them have, are very allergic dogs. So now mm. she. So they had a compromised immune system already. Exactly. So now she's using mm-hmm. the Wonder Side. The husband puts it on the hose and they use that. And miraculously, oh, the dogs are not itching and scratching and needing shots of steroids, right? They never put it That's together so that these things were all mm-hmm. irritants, you know? If it mm-hmm. irritates bugs, it's going to irritate. Um, the four-leggeds at the very minimum. So I really mm-hmm. appreciate what you've created with Wonderside. And Thank I you. really think we need to tell each other about it, folks. You really need to say, kick the chemicals, not because it's a negative message. It's just a, it's an intelligent message. It's, please, stop doing that to yourselves and to the water and to the earth and all these little critters that are trying hard to just have their good little critter lives, including, as you said, amphibians. There's there's good snakes in the garden. There's good lizards and toads and uh, all ki- caterpillars, all kinds of critters that, sure. that we shouldn't be massacring. We should, you know, let them do their very good thing for the planet. So Well, and absolutely. And Tracy, if I may, I think, you know, the thing to, uh, you know, for us to, the, the, sort of the energy for us to harness here is the spirit of protection, right? And we're, we're all, you know, doing the best that we can um, and trying to, you know, take care of our pets and our properties and ourselves and each other. And it is in the spirit of protection. Like you're, you, you know, a person would apply topical flea and tick medication to their pets to protect That's right. them You're absolutely from right. ticks and mosquitoes. Yep. They would give them the pill or, yep. you know, the, the collars or whatever, whatever um, product, you know, type they are, they are choosing to use that maybe, you know, works for them or is convenient for them. But it is in the spirit of protection. And so you wouldn't do anything to knowingly harm your animal. And so, you know, whether it's in your lawn or in or on your pet or in or on yourself, in your home, knowing that there is a way to protect without harm is, you know, it's that's sort what of, this is about. That's the and message. So, exactly. We've run out of yeah, time, it's just, Steph. It's protection. But it's true. Mm-hmm. No one was ever doing anything willingly negatively. So now you can willingly, right. positively 
kick the chemicals. Protect your pack. Yeah, and yeah. protect the pack. Thank you, Steph, for being here and for being part of Thank you, my Tracy. world. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. There are a few more special companies that make this show possible. I hope you will try their products because they support my mission to entertain you with valuable information and advice. This show is supported by Wonderside, a company founded and run by a woman entrepreneur who wanted to find an effective natural way to keep fleas, ticks, and other pests away from her pets and home instead of putting toxic chemicals in or on them. Wonderside makes plant-powered products to keep parasites at bay without dousing your pets and property with ingredients that are harmful to them and the planet. The show is also underwritten by Evermore Pet Food, privately owned by two dedicated women who take human-edible, ethically-sourced ingredients and gently-cooked dog food that is then frozen in pouches and shipped right to your door. They founded and run their own company and have been doing that for 14 years and answer only to their own high standards without interference from venture capital investors. I'm also grateful to Earth Animal, also privately owned by Dr. Bob and Susan Goldstein, where they create holistic pet wellness products with an emphasis on their stewardship of the Pet Sustainability Coalition. Earth Animal makes a dazzling array of healing products for dogs and cats, as well as the innovative Dog Chew No Hide and the hybrid dog food Wisdom, which is sometimes all that my picky Blue Weimarano Maisie will eat.